Hey guys, it is Lauren from Common Sense Mama. Today's episode is going to be about how to create a simple budget and to try to follow it. So let's get right into it. I know that when I first started budgeting, I did not know a thing. I just didn't even know where to start. So I started with Dave Ramsey because he was general and it it made sense to me. It was clear. And when I tried it, I've been doing it for a few years. And then now I'm at my own pace of budgeting. I'm not finding extra expenses. Like my budget is pretty simple and I just try to keep it that way so I can manage it. And then if my husband has a question about something, he knows what to reference to and he can handle it as well. So I think that it's important to try to keep your budget simple because if you overcomplicate it and think of stuff to put in your budget, it's not going to be sufficient for you and it's not going to be motivating for you to stick with the budget. Now, it took me, I would say, six months of consistency doing a budget for me to really master budgeting and knowing what my money is, knowing where it's going, and just being content with that. I'm not stressing out over how much money we're spending because it's in the budget. If there is something that is not in the budget, all I do is note it, write it down, and then see what areas I could improve at. So um, that is how I got started with the budget because... With us and two kids and having so many financial goals for ourselves and for our family, it was important that this is a simple thing that I should get. And what also motivated me to try to be the CFO, which is the chief financial officer of the family, was a lot of my husband's family members that are women, a lot of his friends' wives that were women, they are not savvy with this stuff. They are not hands-on with finances. They are basically told, like, don't worry about it. I got it. You don't have to stress it. And that was something that was just not okay with me because if anyone knows me, it's I want to be one with my husband all the way. So there was not a time where he would be able to make a financial decision without letting me know. It's not consulting with me, but it's just letting me know and having a five-minute talk about it. Like, oh, okay, cool, let's do it. But that's one thing that I do appreciate that he allows me to be hands-on. I'm the CFO for the family because he doesn't want to do it. He can he can do other things. So I was able to take something off of his plate so he didn't have to ever complain about me with money because you don't want to be on the other side, a clueless person, and you don't want a man to be able to hold money over your head or say state the things that they do for you and the things that you don't know as a woman so I took control of this very quickly and that's why I'm on this budget and I was motivated to create a budget because my two kids they are young and I want them to be active in activities I want to be able to do things with them so that is something that I really stressed for our family because I wanted to have area just for them and 
it's not every month that we do something financially for the kids in terms of activities, but it is nice to know that we can afford to do so without taking monthly monthly expenses from one another. So let's get into it. The first step I would say is ask yourself, how much are you making? You need to know whether you're salaried or you're hourly. If you're salary, you get like a monthly stipend or every paid every two weeks and it's a flat rate, meaning you don't get overtime. If you're hourly, you have the capability to get overtime if you need, but you're also hourly. So there are different benefits with salary and hourly, but you need to know which one you are. Um, You also want to know what is your take-home pay after taxes and everything have come out. So for my checks, I I don't see my check until after... um, my life insurance comes out and then after my 401k comes out and what else do I have? I think that's all that I have um, right now in the taxes. So that is what I see back. So the first step is writing down how much you are making a month. And the next step, count all your bills. And these are things that I listed because I know that it's important. So let's start. Rent, mortgage, or your living expenses. That's the first thing because you have to have somewhere to live, right? That is probably half of your income or 25% like recommended. And if it is, that's a beautiful thing. But in California, it is so expensive. So that's why I say it's half of your income. Utilities, and I'm just including electricity, water, what else? Cable. Wi-Fi, all those good, whatever utilities are, that's what's in this little category. And I would say, keep it simple. If your apartment pays for your utilities and all you have to do is pay electricity and cable or Wi-Fi, just still keep it under as listed as utilities. Next one would be subscriptions. If you don't have cable, What else are you using? What other streaming services are you using for your personal entertainment? So I used to Netflix hop my parents and use theirs, but now I have my own. So Netflix is a part of my subscriptions. It could be Hulu for you. What else? I have Apple Music, but it's for free right now for four months. So I'm enjoying that. And I believe after it's like $10 a month. And I'm not sure if I'm going to keep it. But so far, I'm loving it. So any subscriptions here that, you know, keep you going. I would also recommend don't, you shouldn't have more than three subscriptions. If you do, think about canceling one just to keep your finances level and make sure you're not doing too much financially. Food. This varies on whether you're by yourself Or if you have a family. So I would say the average food expenses, this this does not include dining out, like groceries. For one person, $200 a month is fair. And it's reasonable and sufficient for you to live off $200 a month for food. And 
for a family, I would say, I would say personally, we've done $300 a month, but I, let's just say five, $500 a month for a family of four. That's in your budget. Um, if you have any debt payments, you would definitely want to include that in your budget. So if you're on a debt payment plan with yourself, you need to prioritize how much you're willing to put on this debt where it's not affecting the rest of your expenses. So just start with the minimum for that for right now, debt payments. And then if you don't have any debt, then you should be saving every month, every single month outside of your retirement, outside of investing, because this saving gives you the space to do whatever you want to do, whether you're planning to travel or you're planning to save for holidays or for events or just for anything. If you don't have debt, you have the space to save more money. And that's also a bonus for you. I put a health category because for me, my health contains me having my vitamins and then also a gym, a gym membership. So right now I have a Planet Fitness and it is $20 a month and I can go to any Planet Fitness and I do enjoy it. But with our recent move, I'm thinking about changing it and getting my gym with the YMCA or LA Fitness because with the YMCA I know that they have a program where if you have kids they would basically watch your kids for up to three hours while you exercise or something so I thought that would be a good option for me but I have to evaluate my own budget to see if that's something I want to do so those are the key common expenses um also, insurance, car insurance. If you your parents pay for it, cool. If they don't, you pay for it yourself. So um, always shop the best rates for car insurance. You also need renter's insurance. It's important whether an accident happens or not, you're covered. Because let me tell you, these apartment complex, complexes, these companies, they don't care about any damages outside of their exterior so definitely you want to have be insured gas for one person i think 200 dollars a month is reasonable on gas and that is me saying if you don't have to travel for work if you're traveling for work then i would assume that it is expensed by your company to pay for that gas but 200 a month is fair for one person for us i believe we're spending $400 a month on gas, which is fine. So it's hard to really budget that for us right now because we have a business. So most of our gas, it doesn't come from our income. It comes from when we make extra money. So we're very hands-on with like putting that up. So those are the main expenses. And I'll get into other things later on in the podcast. So Three, your debt repayment plan. This does not mean you call the companies for all 10 of your student loans and your car note and you set up a payment plan with them. No. What you need to do is you need to list your debts out, write them down, and then you make your own debt payment plan. As long as you're in good standing, 
they are very flexible with you doing that because if you were to do, say, for example, you were to set up minimum payments on all of the debts at the same time, that could be a thousand a month. That could be two thousand. It just varies. So this gives you the control to determine what you are able to do and give you the space to still live your life as well. So listing your debts, that's the first step. Next is you're going to want to ask yourself, which one irks you the most? Which bill that comes up every month that is like, oh, I can't wait to be done with this. You want to do, you want to pay that one first. (laughs) And I'm going to share why you want to pay that one first. So the next one is what are the interest rates on your debts? A lot of people say you need to pay off the one with the highest interest, and you really should. Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm paying off my car first. But if you want to just start slow with paying off debt, you can pay off the small ones first because it's going to get you to see, like, hey, I crossed something off the list. And it's more obtainable. And it's like you're just rolling over those payments into bigger debt payments for the next debt. So, you have to determine what works for you. So for me, the one debt that irks me the most is my car payment. And it's because I know that if there was ever a time where I would not have the money to pay my car note, they could take my car from me. And that, at this point, is my only asset. That And I need my car. I need my car to get my kids to school. I need my car to get to doctor's appointments, to get to work. That is the main thing that bothers me. So that's the one I'm prioritizing first. And the interest happens to be higher. I believe it's 14%. And if I was to stay on their plan, I would probably be, hmm, I would be paying, because my car was fourteen seven. I would be paying $22,000 in interest. So I'll be paying $22,000 for a car. I'd rather buy a Beamer with that. So, no, I've only had my car for a year and 10 months. And it's on track to being paid off. So, yeah, there was a time during that year and 10 months where I was just doing the minimum because I didn't feel like paying it. So, But I have the space to do whatever I want because it's my life and that's what irks me the most right now so if you have this annoying credit card pay that pay whichever suits you and don't let anyone change your mind from doing what works for you let me see what else I have here um things to consider I have that as a category a part of your budget because things to consider They could be considered as envelopes, sinking funds. But for me, I'm just saying things to consider because you create what those things to consider are. So holidays, for me, that's important because holidays every year, I know I have to spend money because it's a part of my game. My family, we either buy outfits or we either buy food to contribute to our family potlucks gas expenses, whatever, especially Christmas. That's a whole different story. So I'm just saying holidays. And if you wanted to save like $10 a month, 
If you're a single person, no family, and if you want to save $10 a month starting from January for the holidays, and then when you get to Thanksgiving and Christmas, you have a little chump change to basically put gas in your car to just get like an apple cider or whatever. So that's something to consider. Birthdays. Write down all of your favorite people's birthdays, and you determine, hey, am I getting this person a gift? Am I getting them a card? Am I getting them something small, write those birthdays down, acknowledge those people that are in your life. I have so many, but um, I vary and I pick and choose on what I spend for them. Also, annual expenses, which could be considered the sinking funds, and you would need to basically have envelopes for it, but you don't have to. So I would say those annual expenses for me, they're my car registration, they're my car insurance this is something i haven't done yet but i'm planning to do for next year i'm planning to pay my car insurance for the whole year because i know that it's cheaper that way so any annual expenses that come around pay those whether it's your property taxes whatever those are things to consider and to include in your budget and it is your choice to determine based on your income how much money you can save in this category a month my fifth step or recommendation would be to write it down. I have gotten back to just writing my budget down on a piece of paper and using pen. There are some apps out there, and I'm going to just give you a few, I guess, reviews on on them, but I'm not advocating for any one of them right now because right now I'm back to pen and paper, and I'm loving it. So the apps that I started off with, when I started off budgeting, people recommended Mint to me. To me, Mint is too confusing. And it's not that I'm a slow learner. It's I just don't like it. And here's the reason why. It requires like a card information. It requires your card. So with your card, you basically put your card in. They track your expenses for you. And you break your budget down once the money's already out your account. And it works for a lot of people. For me, it just didn't work. So I'm like, I don't want to do this. There's also Every Dollar. And that is with Dave Ramsey's company. Um, I loved that one the most because it was clear and it was just app-based. I was like, I'm always watching my budget on my phone. And it was clear. It was like the categories were wrote, written down. So... That was one of my favorites. You need a budget. I see a lot of debt-free pages on Instagram using this right now, but I do believe there's a monthly expense or cost. I don't know what it is, but it seems like it works for some people. So those are the three that I know. Also Excel. A lot of people use Excel right now to calculate their expenses or their budget. So for me, pen and paper works because I just rather keep it simple and I just want to have it where my husband can understand it too. He's not going to check an app every day to see if he's out of pocket with some type of expense, which is very rare. If he goes overboard, he usually knows it and he'll tell me and he doesn't have to look at the budget because we're so consistent. We've been consistent with it for the past year, I would say. He gets it. So I would recommend keeping it simple starting off because if you start off with all these apps and 
it's going to be discouraging for you. And I started off with that. And it took me a long time to master, oh, all I have to do is write it down. Write it down. So I did that and I see where my money is going. I know. So if there's extra money coming to me, I have a place for it. And it's always debt. Always. Because there's going to be a day where there won't be any more debt. And I can put all this money wherever the hell I want to do with it. If I want to blow it, I can blow it. But right now, I'm not in that position to blow money. And I don't think I would ever blow money because I want to get caught up with my retirement. And um, that's next on my list. So that is how you create a simple budget. If you have any other questions, you can definitely send me an email. It is commonsensemama at gmail.com and the sense part is c-e-n-t-z someone else had my email so there's only one h-b-i-c with common sense mama and that is me so if you guys have any questions on that go ahead and shoot me an email or send me a dm on instagram common sense mama with the s And we can go ahead and get your questions answered. But that is how you create a simple budget. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you guys all have a fabulous weekend and go out and grind and have fun. Make sure you guys have a budget and get it going.